Hi, my name's Lee Ayatson, and you're listening to Paragon Skills Candle Conversations, where we have open and honest conversations about the care community at large. Today, I'm joined by Mark Moulding and Will Fenton from Skills for Care, and we're here to talk about the adult social care workforce data sets. Mark is a senior strategic leader with a background as a BBC journalist and broadcaster, and Will is an experienced analyst of adult social care workforce data and the national minimum data set for social care. Thanks both for joining me today. So um, to start with, Mark, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are and, and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm the head of policy at uh, Skills for Care, which is the strategic workforce development body for adult social care in England. As you mentioned just now, I started out, uh, which feels like a long time ago now, as a journalist for the BBC. Uh, in fact, I actually started answering the phones for free on the weekends at the BBC just to get a foot in the door. But uh, eventually moved into journalism, then on to, into uh, various charities on the uh, kind of external affairs and communication side of things. And uh, I joined Skills for care back in November 2022. Brilliant, quite quite a very journey then. Um, and uh, the same question to yourself, Will. Yeah, so I'm Will Fenton. I'm Programme Head for Analytics at Skills Care. I've been at Skills Care for almost 15 years and I was around from almost right at the start of our data collection journey in terms of workforce data. And when I first started, it was all on paper questionnaires and I've Grow, watch the service grow to now be an online service for, for employers. So day to day, I might manage a team of 10 analysts now who are um, providing insights about the workforce. Fantastic. Thanks both of you for joining me today. So um, we're here to talk about data. Now, being in marketing, data is something that truly excites me. Um, what sort of specific types of data do you collect and, and analyse to provide insights into the care sector's workforce? Yeah, so the so the adult social care workforce data sets our main main collection tool um, that we use. So it's available to all types of adult social care employers. So for the whole sector, um, probably worth saying at this stage as well. It's not just it's not just a questionnaire. It's a it's a service for employers. So they're putting data in, but we also we also make sure there's useful tools on there. I'm sure we'll touch on this later that they can use use to help them run their businesses. In terms of what we collect, so we collect information about the employers themselves, so what type of services they provide for, um, what care needs they cater for, how many staff they've got, the staff mix, um, and then recruitment and retention metrics, so how many people have left, how many people are starting, how many vacancies are they carrying. Um, and then the employers then also go on to fill out data about their employees. Um, we get a row of data per employee, so we find out about their demographics, um, pay and rewards, information about their contracts, how many hours they're working, if they're on zero hours contract, if they're permanent or agency, for example, and then information on um, the training and qualifications they've done as well. So that's a, a hugely broad set of data. Um, yeah. and, and I understand you, you sort of support a huge amount of services, people like the government, uh, Department of Health and Social Care, local authorities, the Care Quality Commission, um, planning, funding, monitoring the care sector. Um, so what, what sort of ways do you do you help the, the sector at large? 
Well, one thing I, I should start by saying is that we wouldn't have this uh, rich data on adult social care that we do have if it wasn't for all the employers who uh, contribute to the adult social care workforce data set and send us their data, which gives us so much insight into what's going on in the sector. And there are lots of reasons for uh, for why that's a good thing to contribute to. But one of those is the uh, the way we make the data available publicly for all sorts of uh, good of the sector. So, for example, we put together uh, annual reports based on that data. We did one uh, in July this year, uh, which looks at the size and structure of the adult social care workforce and sector. So that estimates things like the number of vacancies on any given day across the sector, uh, the number of people working in the sector overall, and looking at things like international recruitment as well. Uh, we've got our big flagship annual state of the sector report coming out in October, and that will look at a whole massive range of uh, of metrics and, uh, and give us all sorts of insights into what's going on in the sector and things like demographics, pay, qualifications, as well as all that uh, kind of supply and demand data that we put out in, in July. And those reports are used so widely. So you've probably heard a lot of people quoting the vacancy figure, which has recently gone down from about 164,000 to 152,000 on any given day. Uh, and that data is used by so many different people. So it's um, you, you'll hear it used by media all the time. You'll hear it used by uh, people speaking at events. Uh, and we use it ourselves, obviously, as well. So those reports we generate and some of those uh, really attention-grabbing stats are, are used widely um, by all sorts of people for all sorts of purposes. So, so yeah, absolutely, the, uh, the Department for Health and Social Care sees our data. Leaders across the whole sector do as well. And, 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 and that's why there are so many, so many uses of it and it can be put to all sorts of different types of use to uh, to really tackle the problems that the sector is facing. Yeah, can I just add as well, Mark, it's one of the things we've introduced recently, we've started um, trying to share our data in a more visual way. So we're using Tableau software. Um, so we've got a whole host of visualizations on the website and the, the idea behind them is to make the data accessible to as wide of an audience as possible. So. Um, yeah, people can self-serve, they can get they can get hold of the data themselves, they can drill down into the specific part of the sector they're interested in, whether that be a care homes or home care or a specific job role. Um, and they can also drill down if you if it's local decision makers, they can go and look at a particular part of the country that they're working in or interested in. Um, and those have been a really big hit. So we get yeah, we get hundreds of thousands of views on them of people who are self-serving and making use of the data that we make available. I couldn't agree more. Um, we ourselves have used your data in the past when it comes to one of the biggest struggles for the care industry being recruitment and retention. Um, and having that accessibility is just so handy for us. You know, it's something that we can go in and just look at straight away. Simple stuff. Um, having that further layer of accessibility with the new visuals Fantastic. It looks amazing. And if you haven't had the opportunity yet, go and have a look online for that. Um, so when it comes to the, the quality of care provided by care providers, um, how would you say that your workforce intelligence um, contributes towards that? Um, yeah, so like, like we said, like I touched upon earlier, there are, there are benefits of providers being on the service. So it's not just a questionnaire. Um, that they can complete so especially thinking about your smaller 
smaller providers for some smaller providers this is a free place for them to digitally store information about their workforce um so some providers use it for that again for most relevancy smaller providers we've put tools on there where they can enter the training and qualifications information and it can give them alerts when certain bits of training are out of date so a real a real tool for them to tool for them to use um We've also recently recently developed on the service. We've got a range of benchmarks on there. Um, so for employers that haven't entered their data, they can compare how they pay to organizations similar to them. So one's in the same um, geographical patch delivering the same service. They can benchmark themselves in terms of how much they pay, how many, what their staff turnover rate is, um, what levels of qualification their staff have got. Um, yeah, and we also know that in terms of workforce planning, um, organisations use it for that too. So it's a broad scope. There's no two yes. ways about it. And you said that, that that really, really fantastic word there, free. <laughs> so yeah. it's, a, it's, an, uh, it's an accessible option that, that is free of charge for people to use, which is absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, have you got any um, success stories or, or examples of, of how your analytics and insights have helped care providers enhance their staff training and operations? Yeah, absolutely. And we hear these all the time. But to give you one particular example of something we've heard, we spoke to a provider who looked at the report that they generated uh, from our workforce intelligence data. And it was showing a level of turnover within their organisation that they just didn't quite believe. It looked so high that they thought the data was wrong. But then what they did is they went back and they looked through their own records and they found out that the data that we were giving them or they were getting from our workforce data set was absolutely right. And they actually did have this high level of turnover that they just didn't realise. So from there, they were able to do all sorts of things to address that. They've put a questionnaire in place to try and understand uh, the experiences of new starters and what they could do to improve those experiences and therefore improve retention. And then they looked at things like pay as well. And they found that if, if they increase their pay a little bit, then uh, that could potentially have an impact on retention of their staff as well. And, and, and they did all sorts of things like that, which the workforce data that we were able to provide them with uh, really kick-started and so they were able to sort of actively use it to, uh, to to improve the experience for their staff. Uh, they brought a new in-house trainer, for example, to help everybody through the care certificates and and they improved the offer uh, of shadowing as well for new starters to help people, uh, people settle in and, and feel more comfortable in their roles. So all that came from uh, a statistic in, in the reports they generated from our data that at first the provider didn't believe, uh, but actually turned out to be absolutely right and uh, they were able to act on that. Yeah, I think that example, Mark, it really shows the, I can talk a bit more about how we do that, it really shows the power, power of the data we've got. So um, what we can do, because we've got data from, from so many providers and we've got a time series as well, we can, what we do, we can anonymously, so we can't see what person it is, but anonymously track workers over time. So what we do with the data in terms of that is you take a cut of it a year ago and then you can fast forward a year and you can see which workers stayed and which workers left. And that that's really useful for understanding the patterns behind that and what what factors play into retention. So we found out loads of interesting stuff like you know, workers who are paid more are more likely to stay. If workers are qualified and have been through training, they're more likely to stay. Um, 
some interesting things on demographics. So we, we're using all the data we've got from lots of providers to then provide insight back to employers. So we've looked we looked at their data and we said, here's how your workforce looks and here's what we've learned from the from the data as a whole to give them give them some pers personalized insights into what you know what they could do to improve their business. Incredible, invaluable even. I mean, having small businesses, specifically in the, the care industry, they don't have the, the funds behind them to, to go off and do that sort of research by themselves. And they might not necessarily have the skill base to, to look at that, that data. So to have that at your fingertips, like I said earlier, that's, that's incredible. Um, so you've, you've mentioned there about the, the recruitment, the retention side of things. Um, how, how does the workforce intelligence service uh, assist care providers in managing something like their, their training needs? Another aspect that, that helps keep a hold of, of staff when they when they're in place. Yes, yeah, so I, I touched on this before, but it's, yeah, it's a really popular feature of AstaWDS, especially for your small providers that they can. It's a place where they can digitally store their training qualifications information. Um, got to start here. Is what? Yeah, is one of the most most used parts of the service, I think 40% of our page views are from employers using that training and qualifications section. Um, we also do a survey when people sign up asking why, why they're signing up, what the main reasons are, and that, that comes out as one of them because they want this they want this service. Um, so what, what they can do on there, so once they put the training in, they can set up alerts for, say, if it's mandatory training like health and self safety, things that expire and need renewing over time, it can alert them alert them for which workers require require um which bits of training um and they can also define in the in the service as well um which which bits of training they consider to be mandatory for each job role and then they, they can run off reports to see which workers have met those standards and which haven't so it helps them create their training plans and understand their skills gaps so it's a really incredible way of actually refining your choices down to that that finite finite sort of look of I need to get this part of the training done. Let's yeah. have a look at what else is being done out there. This is mandatory. This is not mandatory. Oh, it's just brilliant! Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, we did some user research into that because we we ask users sort of you know what what for particular job roles what training do they need and um, yeah, there's no overall set standards so and different employers had, had their own their own view on what was mandatory and what was not for their organization based on what they, they wanted to achieve so there's that that level of um it's bespoke for them so they can say you know whatever how it's useful for them they can say apply for that something else that um that the data set offers support in is um the workforce development fund um, and, and and how service uh, helps care providers, how, how how it can actually help them access this funding. So can you explain the importance of the Workforce uh, Development Fund? Yeah, so this is a prime example of how the adult social care workforce data set really gives something back to the employers who use it, because you need to have a, an AskWDS account to claim for the Workforce Development Fund, which is a fund that allows employers to claim back money towards the cost of uh, their staff completing all sorts of qualifications for adult social care, as well as learning programmes and digital learning modules. 
So when we've done uh, sort of independent analysis of, of the fund, uh, the results have been really positive. They've shown the the quality of care that providers provide has improved as a direct consequence of using the Workforce Development Fund. And, and they've also reported things like feeling they can more effectively meet the specialised or personalised needs of people who receive their care and support, and also how the funds help them address skills gaps and, and even staff morale as well. So uh, lots of positives as a result of uh, using the Workforce Development Fund. Actionable advice. We love it. I mean, yeah, those are all the, the key elements. I think sometimes people don't anticipate that, that something as, as simple as as looking out for your workforce will retain that workforce. And yeah, no, that's, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I, I touched upon that about the data as well. That's one that we can demonstrate using the data. We like anonymously tracking workers over time, we can see that there is employees where they've, they've had investment in the qualifications and training, they are more likely to stay. So, yeah, r- real win-win, I think. Now, you mentioned anonymous there, which which yes. leads me quite nicely into the, the next sort of section there. So um, you've got places like Facebook doing all sorts of nasty things with people's data. So how do you ensure data privacy and security whilst handling the sensitive information about uh, the care providers and their workforce? Yeah, so in, in terms of the collection itself, well, well, we've built it, we've worked with a trusted digital partner. Um, they use state-of-the-art technology to, to make sure that all the communication is via the internet is as secure as it can be. It's the same system used for internet banking. So really really secure really secure we also we also take steps in terms of validating the the users that are on there and it's all it all comes via our support team and they it's all checked out before they sign up and it's all password protected as well so that's in terms of the collect collection so that's um and then there's using the data as well so the <clears throat> the analysis team so the people who work for me they've all been through accredited researcher training with the ons to ensure yeah ensure people are properly qualified and experienced and all know all the things they shouldn't shouldn't do in terms of gdpr um the data file we get even internally it doesn't list the person's name it's a it's a row of data um you don't know the name you don't we don't see their national insurance number or anything like that so it's a row, row of data so it's an anonymous file um that we use um and as well, we, we do share the information with third parties, but that's done via secure data sharing agreements to make sure they're going through all the correct steps as well. And all, all the data we share with them is anonymous as well. You can't, you can't even identify the employer. They'll know it's an employer, for example, in Leeds that provides care home with nursing, but there's no identifiers in there to say which employer it is. And the same for the work records as well. It's a it's a row of data, you know, it's a worker who works in Leeds in a care home with nursing, but you have nothing to personally identify them. It's always good to know that your data is safe. Um, so we've got, so, I, so I'm a care provider. I've, I've listened to what you're saying. I've, uh, I've thought about my own tr- issues with retention. I've thought about my own issues with recruitment and, and I want to get involved. Um, what would you, what would your next steps be for someone that really wants to get um, involved in, in this? Um, yes, yeah, so they could yeah head 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 over to um, Ask WDS website. Um, you can sign up there. They 
the service we built, it's all it's been for extensive user testing to make sure it's as usable and as easy to use as possible. So the the steps are really clear. So you yeah, you'd head over there and create an start to create an account. Um, we've also got our support team. The the number will be on there if you did encounter any problems while you while you were trying to sign up, um, and they'd be happy to help. Brilliant. And it really is win-win as far as I'm concerned. It's uh, contributing to uh, the adult social care workforce data set has benefits for providers and that data that we collect from them then goes on to benefit the sector as a whole. So it, it absolutely is worth doing. You also mentioned that you've got something launching in October. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So this is our annual state of the adult social care sector and workforce report. So it's a really comprehensive report that uh, gets really deep into all sorts of, uh, sort of areas affecting the sector. So, for example, the size and structure of the workforce that we put some data out about quite recently. Also, things like demographics, pay, training and qualifications. But when it comes to that report, Will is the absolute maestro because he's the he's, he's the man behind it all. So uh, I'll, I'll let him tell you more. Yeah, Will, Will and team, I won't take all the credit. They do, they do all the legwork. But yeah, basically, we, we try and cover we try and cover everything we collect so it's yeah we put as much information out as possible and um so you said top level things just like quantifying the sector and showing the trends in terms of recruitment and retention but then we, we also deep dive into what are key issues at the at the time going on so in the the report that's coming up we'll be talking about international recruitment which we know we know has increased a lot this year so we'll be really digging behind the detail of that and looking at the demographics of, of those people and how much they're paid and um, trying to pull out and uh, trying to show people any interesting insights there are. And we also as well, we as well as using the data, we try and then we try and then link to anything anything else that's going on in skills for care. So if there's any more useful resources or further reading people people can do. So it's a real it's a real sort of hub for the data, but then also everything else that skills for care do. And one of the things that I'm really interested to to see what we get this year is uh, the percentage of men working in the sector and also younger people, because both of those groups are underrepresented in adult social care at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what's happening on that front, because there is so much we could potentially do there. Amazing. I mean, I've seen, I've already started to see some of your stuff pop up over LinkedIn. Um, so if you're listening, you're, you're in the care industry, head over to LinkedIn, head over to Skills for Care and give them a follow because there are some incredible resources coming your way. Um, huge thanks to Mark and Will for being guests today. Um, I've learned a lot, so I'm, I'm pretty confident that our listeners have learned a lot um, <laughs> today as well. So uh, thanks ever so much for listening to Candle Conversations. Um, we really hope that you've enjoyed our, our deep dive into the adult social care workforce data set. And you can find out more information by heading over to skillsforcare.org.uk and simply search ASC-WDS. You'll find all sorts of useful um, resources, and that includes things like webinars, videos, and it'll really help you to get started. That's all for this episode. See you next time.